your thoughts, fuel your emotions, which fuel your actions, which fuel your results. So welcome. If you are listening to the audio version of this on the Freedom Media Network podcast, welcome. If you're watching this on YouTube, welcome. If you're watching this in my Freedom Circle private Facebook group, welcome. I want to talk to you today about two words that have been perverted, that are often misinterpreted in our society. Those two words are sin and karma. Now, the reason I'm talking to you about this is because I recently, well, today, aired my interview with Dr. Joe Vitale about his new book, Karmic Marketing. And I posted it on LinkedIn. And some of the comments are clear that people, like most people, misinterpret what the word karma actually means. It's very similar how in our society we misinterpret the word sin. You see, two of those words, the way we misinterpret them now, you know, to us can mean punishment. It can mean guilt. It can mean shame. You know, for us, karma is like what comes around goes around. But we look at it in the context of, wow, if you make a lot of money today, that's going to come around. You're not going to get into heaven. You're going to be punished. You're going to have a bad day tomorrow. We look at it as in guilt and shame. You know, I was raised in a Catholic household. And oh my gosh, sin. Don't take that action. Otherwise, you will be judged by an anthropomorphic God on a throne who is sitting judging every one of your actions. You know, and I often joke that whether you have that extra cookie or whether you rob a bank, it's on the same plane. It's all about sin. And so we come to fear our actions in life, whether it's it's our interpretation of sin or how karma is interpreted. So I have a lot of people on LinkedIn saying, I don't believe in karma. Well, if you don't believe in karma, then you don't believe in Newtonian physics, right? Because here's the deal. Let's start with sin. The word sin... We, we, we think of it as, well, you're punished for doing bad. It's about doing bad things, being punished for it here or in the afterlife. But there's a couple things to realize. First of all, the Bible has been interpreted by so many humans throughout the years that the original meaning of the Bible was lost long ago in many cases. The Council of Nicaea, we had politicians determining what books of the Bible were allowed in the Bible. But if you look at the original Aramaic version of the word sin, it actually means missing the mark. Missing the mark. It doesn't mean doing bad and being punished. It means missing the mark. So let's talk about karma. If you look at the most basic translation of the word karma, it doesn't mean this boomerang of punishment. It actually means actions. That's it. Karma means actions. Now, where some people go awry is if they look at karma as actions, you know, it can mean uh, you drop, you take the action of dropping a pebble in a pond and there's ripples, right? There's a ripple effect of our actions. Now, we've been translated because we're so programmed in our society to feel guilt and shame and punishment. We're so programmed in our society to grow up with a scarcity mindset. Money is bad, right? For a variety of reasons we're programmed. If you grew up in a household where one spouse or one parent mistreated the other, that's what you're programmed with. It just happens. So, yes, Karma means actions, and yes, there are ripple effects for actions, but how you interpret that, if you immediately go to doom and gloom and punishment, that says a lot about how your program, not just you, all of us. And so, you know, karma means actions. And as you've heard me say before on my podcast, there's a simple equation for life. Your thoughts fuel your emotions, which fuel your actions, which fuel your results. So if it's garbage in, it's garbage out. However, if you have the creative thoughts and intentions, intentional thoughts that create positive emotions about the life you want to create, 
then your actions will stem forth from those thoughts. You will get the results you want. You will get the results, the life you want to create. Now, by the same token, if you have negative thoughts, thoughts of scarcity, thoughts that money is bad, well, that's going to fuel a negative emotion, which fuel actions that get you the results you don't want. Now, you're free to do that. I'm free to do that. But when you look at sin and karma and you look at the actions we take and whether or not you miss the mark, they are intertwined. But we've messed it up. We've messed it up to think in sin and karma and be programmed to the scarcity mindset where we're afraid of our own shadow. If I take this action, I will be punished. Well, I was taught money is bad, so if I make money, I'm going to be punished over here. Now, why have we misinterpreted and perverted the definitions of the words like sin and karma? Well, I'll leave that to you. Perhaps it's that humans are easier to control if they are not independent thinkers who use their creative flow, which is our most potent superpower, to create the lives we want. You can control people if you make them feel guilty about their actions. You can control people. You can have more money in the collection plate if you make them think it's bad or evil to have money. So there's probably a lot of reasons we've been programmed to believe that words like sin and karma mean something they do not mean, that they are this boomerang of guilt and shame and punishment. So remember I said sin, actually, the Aramaic interpretation is missing the mark. Well, what if you are so, if you have such a, if you're raised to have such a uh, bad idea of money, money is bad, money is the root of all evil, which is another misinterpretation. If you're raised that way, then you will likely miss the mark because your thoughts will fuel negative emotions about money, and your actions will stem from that. That's why po poverty starts with a poverty consciousness. Prosperity starts with a prosperity consciousness. If you have a good idea of money and you realize that it's an energy exchange, you have a positive emotion. You have positive actions that stem from that, and that's why you will get the results you want. People who think poor are poor. People who think prosperous end up being prosperous. I interviewed Dr. Joe Batali. Maybe you watched it. Maybe you listened. He was someone who was living in a public library in poverty and realized it was his thoughts that was keeping him there. So he changed it to a prosperity consciousness and turned into a multimillionaire who helps others do the same. Now, I ask you, looking at that original definition of sin, if you have a bad mindset, a scarcity mindset about money, guess what? You will miss the mark. Thoughts, emotions, actions, results. If you want money over here, but you have a bad relationship of money, you're going to take it over there. You will miss the mark. So, Kurt, are you saying that poverty is a sin? Yes, by the original definition, missing the mark, it absolutely is the sin. If you are not creating the life that you want, you are missing the mark, and that is sinful. But again, the definition of sin, that is the original, not the perversion. When we think of sin, you might think, well, Kurt's judging me. Kurt's condemning me to hell. That's not. That's what we've been made to believe. And like that is with karma. We've been made to believe that our actions will come around in a boomerang and, and leave us to be punished, leave us to rot in hell. That's not what karma means. Now, if you take actions that are bad, will that come back? Yes. Because something Dr. Joe said as well is this. Abundance, prosperity creativity. That flow is already happening. We're good at creating dams. We don't create the flow. It's happening. It's up to us whether or not we want to take deliberate actions based on our thoughts to jump in with that flow. If we don't do that, however, if we grow up with bad a bad mindset regarding relationships, we won't 
participate in the flow of healthy, prosperous relationships. If we grow up with a poor mindset regarding money, we are less likely to take actions, karma, that allows us to get in the flow of prosperity. If, like me, you grow up in an overweight, obese household, if you grow up like me, you grew up fat and you were bullied, it's hard. You're programmed with guilt and shame where food is uh, concerned or fitness and nutrition, what we put in our mouth. And so if you have that guilt and shame, you're less likely to jump in and participate in the flow of health and prosperity. That's where the real sin comes in. So yes, sin and karma are linked, but not according to the definition that would keep you down. Not according to the definitions we've been programmed that would have you believe it's about punishment, that it's about guilt, that it's about uh, shame, that it's about actions today will condemn you to hell. That's not what it's about. Your thoughts fuel your emotions, which fuel your actions, which fuel your results at a basic level. That's what it's all about. It's whether or not you take actions in concert with your positive thoughts. It's about whether or not you are going to participate and, yes, take actions in the flow of prosperity and abundance that's already happening. If you don't, do I believe that sinful? Yes, by the original definition of the word sin, which means missing the mark. But when you have a mindset in which you're constantly focused on the evil, the good, the bad, this versus that. You know, in our society, everything, you have to be anti or you have to be pro. You can't be in the middle. You have to be this or you have to be that. We look at everything as good and as evil. And often that can keep us from taking action. We're scared of our own shadow. We're scared that there's this, again, this anthropomorphic God with a beard who is judging us. That's a scarcity mindset. Now, it's easier to control people when they're like that. But when you realize, and I said this on a podcast earlier this week, I was raised learning the Our Father. And I was programmed to believe that give us this day our daily bread meant me getting down on bended knee in front of that big man on a throne and begging for scraps until I realized this was an important part of my journey. I realized that we were born with the daily bread. Whether you believe in God, whether you believe in the universe, whether you believe in any sort of divinity, we were born with our daily bread. We don't have to beg for it. We were given those gifts. I believe that gift is our creative thinking. We have the ability to think our way out of literally anything. Otherwise, humans would not be here today. We wouldn't have su survived against the elements, against the creatures out there. It wasn't our brawn. We're tiny little creatures. It's up here. It's our mind. We were given our daily bread. And as Dr. Joe always also said, you don't need more money you need more creativity. You have the ability to think of ways to find money. Think of ways to provide people value. Think of ways to take action. Yes, karma to get in the flow of prosperity. It's a much more positive, abundant spin of the word karma. Yes, it's in flow. Yes, it goes in circulation, but it's not a circulation of punishment, guilt, and shame. It is a circulation of prosperity. And if you take actions to engage in that circulation, that's when it comes around. That's when you participate in the abundant flow that is already happening. So we were already given those gifts. Is it a sin to refuse a gift? I would think so. Is it a sin to have your gifts sit there while we sit on the couch and we're so afraid because of guilt and shame and our bad relationship with money and our bad relationship with other humans and our bad relationship with food and sit on the couch and wither on the vine? That to me is missing the mark. That to me is the original definition of sin. That to me is you're failing to take karma or actions in line with the positive thoughts for the life you want to create. 
So I wanted to share those thoughts today because in sharing my interview with Dr. Joe Vitale about his uh, new book, Karmic Marketing, it's clear that some people have this feeling of the word karma based on societal programming of guilt, shame, and scarcity. And it's simply not true. So this is the Freedom Media Network. Thank you. For those of you who joined us live on YouTube, those of us who, you who joined me live on the Freedom Circle, I wish you a day of abundance. I wish you unleash your birthright, which is your freedom. Thanks so much for joining me. I'm Kurt Mercadante.